0: This is Deepa from com, and you're listening to the Deep Beauty Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to the Deep Beauty Podcast. I'm your host, Deepa Barrar, and we are doing a really fun episode today. We're shaking things up. This is a Q&A, get to know me episode. So I sent out a um, post on Instagram and on Snapchat and in the Deep Beauty Facebook group and asked you guys what questions would you guys want to ask me um, for this podcast. So you guys were awesome. Thank you so much for sending in all of your questions, and I'm going to try to get to most of them. Um, So, yeah, let's kick it off here. So the first question I have here is, which makeup artists are your makeup inspirations? So these questions are like a mix of um, makeup questions as well as um, deep beauty questions. So, yeah, the first one is, which makeup artists are your makeup inspirations? Great question. Um, I have... um, A lot of people that have inspired me over the years. Uh, If we're thinking of like social media people or YouTubers and stuff like that. um, There was this guy back in the day and I don't think he posts anymore. His name was Josh. Um, I think he went by Petrolude. He was phenomenal at makeup. I don't know if his YouTube videos are still up but I just couldn't get enough of them. He just would be able to transform a face and it looked unreal. Um, I just really, I have an appreciation for people that... Can it's not really so much about, I guess, like how much makeup they have on or or the transformations and stuff like that, but it's more about the blending that I really am just so enamored with. Um, if you guys know who um, Tweely is, she's a British uh, YouTuber and Instagrammer. Um, I think it her spell the spelling of her Instagram handle is X T H U Y L E, and she is just. so so incredibly talented she used to post these um makeup tutorials on snapchat so she would be doing her makeup and then she would like for pictures to post on instagram but she would actually like film it on her snapchat and you could see like how much detail she went into in terms of blending and applying products and how she would just pick up a tiny bit of product and then just blend it in the one spot that to me is just it's amazing because I think when you watch a lot of YouTube and Instagram um, uh, videos, you just see a lot of makeup going on the face, but it's not really about that. It's it's more about building, starting out with a little bit and building. Um, so I really love her stuff, and of course, Crispy. Um, you guys know I've, I've met her twice now, and I can see her makeup in person, and it's just so flawless. Like She's got some really good skills. Um, So I'd say those are a few of my makeup inspirations. Um, Next question is, what was the worst client that you had to deal with? I had this one client. um, It was for a fitness competition. And see, I, okay, so I used to work at MAC. And at MAC, you're supposed to give the client the mirror so that they can kind of watch you apply the makeup. I personally don't enjoy doing that, and I used to struggle with doing giving them the mirror all the time and getting so much trouble, but I just, I find that um, people that aren't used to getting their makeup done, they're, they don't really see the full vision um, as you're going along, so it kind of looks a little weird, especially like when you, I do eyes first when I do makeup on clients, and then I'll clean up and I'll do the face. Um, so, you know, when I'm doing eyes first, they would just be staring at their dark under eye circles or like, if they had any like acne spots on their face, they would, that's what they'd be focusing on rather than, you know, envisioning the final look. And this lady just was so nitpicky on every little thing that I was doing. And she like held on to the mirror. So this wasn't even at Mac, this was like a freelance thing. Um, she had a mirror and she wanted to watch what was going on and she would just, oh, are you going to blend that out? Oh, are you going to put this there? Or are you going to like put lashes, are you going to put concealer on me? And I'm just like, at one point, like halfway through the, um, application, I took the mirror away from her and I said, listen, I said, just trust me. And at the end, if you want me to change anything, I will. And at the end of it, I think she could kind of tell, like, I'm not very confrontational and I don't like letting people know when I'm annoyed with them. Um, so I think she could kind of pick up on it cause it was just, it was so much guys. Um, and at the end of it, she loved the look and she was so happy And she apologized for the way she was acting. And she even reached out to me like a couple of weeks later saying, you know, I'm so sorry about the way that I acted. I have another competition coming up. Would you be available to do my makeup? And I was just like, no, I'm done. I can't. (laughs) I can't even. But yeah, no, it was an interesting lesson. Um, I guess on both parts, you know, just I just try not to let people look in the mirror until it's done. Anyways, so we're going into the next question. What makeup trend did you see that you thought was a game changer? Um, I'd have to say contouring and highlighting. I just, you know, I love the way that you can transform your face and the shape of your face with makeup. I think it's just a really cool thing to be able to kind of just, you know, that technique. And I love the fact that uh, Kim Kardashian posted that one picture of when Scott Barnes did her makeup. I don't know if you guys know what I'm talking about, but, like, you could see all of the lines, you could see the highlight, you could see the powder, and it was, like, this map on her face, and it was, like, wow. Like, that's how you do it. That is how you make your face look just so flawless and so, like, just, you know, playing up your assets and kind of downplaying the parts that you want to hide. So I thought that was um, really cool. Um, and which, what makeup trend did you see that you thought was so dumb? Um, that's actually the way the question was worded. Um, I would have to say uh, the brows on Instagram, when people started doing, like, feathered brows and and braided brows, and I get it. Like, you know, it's kind of – it's cool art. It really is cool art, and, you know, it's kind of like more – Attention grabbing and it gets more people um, looking at your stuff, so I completely get it. But for me personally, I think like you have to know yourself. It's not something that I would post because I'm just not like going to ever really realistically do that in real life. And uh, I think you have to know your you have to know yourself and you have to know your followers. And I mean, if you are a blogger or an Instagrammer or whatever that's listening, I think you have to know like what works for you and what doesn't. And you don't have to like, commit to every single trend that's out there. Just do you. Like, that's what I think, anyways. Um, Next question. What goes through your head when you see someone who has a makeup job but has so much potential? Do you want to, do you just want to grab them and shake them? Ah, yes. I used to be like this big time. Oh, my gosh. Because I worked at MAC and I worked with some really, really phenomenal artists, like people that were just so incredibly talented and you looked at their stuff and you just thought, if you just, you know, just tried, you can make it so far. But I think like, and I'm just, I'm, if you guys know me, I'm such a cheerleader. Like I just want everyone to be really happy. And I want everyone to pursue their dreams and live their complete and full, like potential, live up to their complete and full potential. But I think like, and I used to do this all the time with people and I just always encourage them and stuff like that. People would tell me that they had like even a sliver of a goal or a dream. I was so bad. I would just like, okay, you got to do it. Okay, what's our first steps? Like this is how you got to break down. This is what you, gotta this is the first thing you got to do. Then the next thing, blah, blah, blah. And I've actually learned, I've had to learn how to calm down <laughs> because I've realized that not everybody wants to do that. Not everybody wants that life. Like pe- a lot of people are just content with, um... And there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. But some people are just content being where they're at. And so I've had to learn to just calm the F down and just do me and let people do themselves. And, you know, let's just, you know, I'm here for the people that are really serious, that want to, you know, really run with their goals. And if you don't want to, there is absolutely nothing wrong with that. You are happy where you're at, then you're happy where you're at. Ultimately, at the end of the day, all I really want is for everyone on this planet to be happy, like completely happy with themselves and with their life, you know? So yeah, I've just I've had to learn to calm down. Okay, how do you stay so positive? I um I definitely have my moments. I'm not gonna lie and say that I'm always consistently positive. I definitely have my moments um, where I just, I feel overwhelmed. I feel a little negative um, and I feel down and sometimes I'll get depressed and stuff like that. But uh, one of the things that I've had to learn is to not live in that space because I feel like uh, when you live in that space, when you start to think the negative thoughts and if you allow yourself to just keep thinking them you're just going to get into a deeper and deeper and deeper hole and it's that much harder to pull yourself out of there. So what I try to do is if I have those feelings, if I have the negative thoughts, um, just stop them in their tracks. I try really, really, really hard. And it's not like you just wake up and you're always positive. It's work. Being happy is work. Um, So I just try to stop myself in my tracks when it comes to the negative thoughts and try to switch them to something positive or I start, I just mentally count out things that I'm grateful for. I'll just, you know, immediately count out five things that I'm grateful for. like just right off the top of my head. And, uh, and that sort of helps me switch my thinking and not go down that hole because I used to definitely get very depressed. I, I, um, I have had moments in my life, you know, where I was in a very deep hole. So this is just something that I've, had to teach myself, and I've had to learn over the years, and that's through a lot of counseling, a lot of therapy, a lot of um, reading a lot of books, reading, you know, listening to a lot of interviews and podcasts, and trying to be around positive people. Like you, they say that you are the sum of the five people that you spend the most time with. You know, if you can't actually physically spend time with positive people, then, you know, it's so amazing in 2018 that we have all these incredible resources around us that we can just inundate us with positive. Messages from positive people through podcasts, through YouTube videos, through you know books it's I think that we're very fortunate in that way. um what books would you recommend to help you be more positive? uh There are definitely some great books out there. I really love anything by Eckhart Tolle. He is unreal um his books just really teach you about appreciating the moment that you're in right now because the ones that already happened, you can't get them back, and the ones that haven't happened there's no guarantee that they're coming so all you really have is the moment that you're in right now. So you have to be in it and completely experience it fully. And that's where happiness stems from. Um, and I really love um, Dr. Wayne Dyer. Oh, his books are so good. They're all about um, visualizing the life that you want and living in that space. Um, and it's not about like, you know, like how Eckhart Tolle says, you know, the moments that are coming haven't aren't here yet. It's not really about that. It's more so about believing that the things that you want to have, you already are in possession of them. So just say you wanted to hit a certain level in your career. um, Just believing that you are that person already. You already have that in your possession. You already have that title. um, Will actually make it happen. So I definitely, I love books by them. Um, Let's see here. Uh, How do you find your skin changes with age and what are your essential steps that you follow now? So for those of you that don't know I am 41 Yeah, I posted a video about it and honestly guys. I have no issues about aging. It is what it is You can't do anything about it. So why get upset about it? And I love I am loving the 40s I have to say like every decade that comes you just are so much more comfortable with yourself and so much I feel more in love with yourself, you know um, I feel like, you know, when I was in my twenties, I just was very insecure, you know? Uh, so I've really appreciated that part of aging. Um, but, um, so I think, um, when, like, w- in terms of the question, so is how do you find your skin changes with age and what are your essential steps that you follow now? Um, I'm definitely starting to notice, like, the collagen is not as, uh, like your skin isn't as firm as it used to be. And I find that my skin is a little bit more congested than it used to be in my 20s. My skin was really nice, and I kind of, you know, obviously everyone in their 20s takes their skin for granted, right? Um, not that it's bad now or anything like that, but uh, I um definitely noticed that the collagen is 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 uh kind of disappearing a little bit, so your my the elasticity is going away. And essential steps that I follow right now. One interesting that I thing that I do is I use oils now, whereas I never used to use oils before. I've always used like moisturizer and eye cream and all that kind of stuff and cleanser since I was like 18. Um, but now I've added the step of like oils and serums, and I've made exfoliating a bigger priority um, and skin masks. So doing that like on a weekly basis helps like the cell turnover. And it helps your skin, like, just, um, you know, well, be less congested, um, like, because I'll have, like, little whiteheads and stuff like that. So, like, exfoliating is really important to kind of get a fresh layer and to get rid of those things. Um, and, And if you guys watch my YouTube videos, you'll know that I started doing Botox, which I'm actually really loving because I find that it is you know, my skin isn't horrible. I don't have a ton of wrinkles and I don't have much to complain about, but I do like hear a lot about the preventative benefits of Botox and that, you know, if you, if you start a little bit, like once you start to see the issues come up that you're not happy with, if you start doing the Botox earlier, it kind of helps train those muscles to not be as like, um, expressive in those spots that you don't want them to be expressive in. So, I would definitely recommend Botox. Um, how did you get into makeup and then decide on taking it one step further with a YouTube channel and Instagram? Um, so I got into makeup. It was more of something like that I've had a passion in since I was little. I remember being like 9, 10, 11 years old and doing makeovers on my little cousins. Shout out to Monique and Kelly. I'm sorry, <laughs> but we would have sleepovers and I would just be doing makeovers on them and stuff. And it was just, it was so fun. It was just always a passion of mine. And, you know, I tried to do the traditional job because for those of you that are South Asian, you know that, you know, the three industries that are, you know, kind of picked out for you, or you're either going to be a doctor, or an engineer, or a lawyer. Nowadays, I would say add computer scientists to that list, but, um, I didn't, I couldn't imagine that life. I just could not envision myself being happy and being fulfilled in that life. And I tried to do the whole office job thing, and then uh somebody asked me, like, um, if you if you won the lottery tomorrow, um, what would you do? And I was like, Oh, easy, quit my job and go work at Mac. And then they were like, Oh, well, you don't have to, you wouldn't have to work because you know you won the lotto. I'm like, Yeah, but that doesn't work, that's fun. And so, anyways, uh through a series of uh, certain events, I ended up going to make up, quitting my job, going to make up school, and um, yeah, I just, as soon as I graduated, got a job at Mac, and the rest is history. That was about 12 or 13 years ago, I want to say. Um, and then taking it into YouTube channel Instagram, um, so uh, I started my blog first, and then about six months later, I started my YouTube channel and it was because I wanted to have a place to share tips and tricks with my family. I have a lot of cousins, um, a very big family, and I have a lot of people asking me questions and friends asking me questions on, you know, on makeup, and so I thought, you know, let me put it all into a blog, and then, you know, I can answer everybody's questions in one spot, and then, the YouTube channel just only made sense. It just it was like the next step. It was like okay, you know, you have written out the descriptions, but people actually want to see it in in actual live video. So then I was just like, okay, this is a no brainer. Let's just do a YouTube channel. Um, and then you and then you know, Facebook or Instagram actually Instagram followed after that. And uh, yeah, it's just a natural progression that sort of happened. Okay, next question is how do you deal with the inevitable negativity that comes with it? I know it's mostly positive, but haters gonna hate. That is so true. Haters are going to hate. I just try not to pay attention to it, to be honest with you. Somebody, oh, my life coach, Jesse Brisendine, actually, he's the one that really helped me out with this. He said to me, I want you to envision the person that is writing hateful comments. What does it take for a person to leave a negative comment on somebody's video or somebody like that, something, somebody's. Positivity that they're putting out and all the hard work that they put into putting this video out. What does it take for that person? What does that person's life look like? What does that person look like that is leaving that hateful comment? And I started to think about that Like I would never think about putting up a negative comment on anybody's video, but when I was not happy in life I was there's no way I could be happy for anybody else like I'm being completely upfront and honest with you guys when other people were happy and where things were going really well for them, I was kind of jealous, you know, and I just thought about that. And I was just like, yeah, you know what? For somebody to leave a negative comment, they're obviously not happy in their own lives and they're not fulfilled in their own lives. And that makes me feel like sad, you know, that, that makes me feel like giving them a hug and, and let's sit down and let's strategize and let's get some, let's get your life where it want where you want it to be. You know, so when I look at it that way, I feel empathy for the person and, you know, feeling empathy. I think, I think if you look at somebody with empathy, it just, it's, empathy is like a loving emotion. And how can you be upset then? Because you are looking at them in a loving way. You want them to be happy in their lives. So that's just how I look at it. Um... I just, that's how I always try to look at it. I mean, obviously, it does sting a little bit. I don't get a ton of hate yet, but I'm sure it's going to come. But I just try to look at it from that perspective and and think, you know, I I just try to send out some positive vibes to that person and wish them well and move on, you know. I'm not going to give it an ounce of attention more than that, you know. A lot of people will, you know, respond to it, but I'm just like, why are you feeding into it? Like, you're just giving it energy when you could be giving energy to much more productive, and positive things. Okay. Now we're getting into more fun questions. Okay. What is your favorite pet? Um, so these questions are from Mava. Shout out to Maeva. And what is your favorite pet? I would definitely have to say a dog. I love dogs so much. (laughs) Derek, if you're listening, you know that. Um, I definitely want a dog so badly. Uh, what is your favorite makeup tutorial? Um, that's a tough question to answer. Like, uh, I'm I'm not sure if this is like what is my, the favorite makeup tutorial that I've done or other people have done. But I guess I'll just answer from what I've done. Uh, I don't think there's a favorite that I've done. But one of the most interesting things that I've seen is that the video that I recorded that was the how to dye your hair ombre video. Back when you guys remember I used to have the red hair, the bright, bright red ombre hair. That was not something that I like gave much thought to. I was just like, "I have to dye my hair red. Lots of people are asking me, how do I do it?" because I was doing it myself. I'm just going to go into my backyard and film this video and, you know, so people can see how they how to do it. And that is my most watched video. The last time I checked it, it was close to 700,000 views. I cannot even believe like you have no idea to there's no way to predict which video is going to take off and which video is not but i cannot even believe that that view is like 700 or that video is like 700,000 views that's so crazy to me but yeah that was i think that's probably the one that stands out the most um what is your favorite podcast um i love 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 everything that Gary V puts out his his podcasts are so fun to listen to and it's i'm usually listening to podcasts when i'm working out like that just gives me energy um i love oprah's um super soul sessions super soul sessions (laughs) they're so good she does some amazing phenomenal interviews with great people um and it just helps you kind of get in that positive mind frame and like anything that gets you like i'm always like all about like you know being in that mind frame of like having energy to fulfill my goals. So that's what I tend to listen to. Um, What is my favorite day of the week? Uh, definitely Friday. I love Fridays. I don't know. I've always loved Fridays since I was a little kid. Um, I just, I don't know. Is there something about a Friday that is just so exciting? And there's so much like positive energy. Everybody's in a good mood. Uh, it's just, and then it's the kickoff of, of the weekend. Even though I don't, I guess like, you know, when I'm working at CH and I have um, my my, news, uh, my makeup news job, um, I do work Monday to Friday. But it's not the type of job where you feel like, ugh, when it's Monday, you're like, ugh, I don't want to go to work. I've never felt that way about work. But, I mean, but, but this job, I mean, trust me, in the past I've felt that way about other jobs. But in this job, I've never felt that way in 10 years. But I don't know. There's just, I think it's the, I think it's the energy of everybody around me that makes me like love Fridays. Okay. What is your favorite holiday? Uh, Christmas for sure. I love Christmas, uh, for the same reason that everybody's just so happy and in a good mood and there's always parties and, you know, family get togethers, there's lots of great food. There's, you know, um, it's just a really fun time of year. And then giving presents is always so fun just to see the smile on a person's face. And of course, receiving presents is just as fun as well. The decorations. I love looking at the lights on the houses. I love going to the mall and seeing all the decorations that they do. If you guys are in Toronto, in the Toronto area, oh my gosh, you guys have to check out the decorations that they do in Yorkdale Mall. Phenomenal. It's so, so fun. Um, And okay, so we're at our last and final question for the Get to Know Me uh, Q&A podcast episode. What is your favorite vacation destination? Um, so if I'm thinking about like North America, I'll do North America and then I'll do the world. Uh, I would, okay. I know this sounds a little cliche, but I love Vegas and the reason is like, to be completely honest with you guys, the reason I love Vegas is pretty much the reason why I love other things too, is just that the energy of the people around you. Like when you go to any other city, you go to New York or Miami or LA or whatever, you have a mix of tourists and you have a mix of residents. And I find that being around tourists, when you're on vacation, you're in such a good mood, right? Everybody's happy to be on vacation. When you're in Vegas and you're you stay on the strip, most of the people that you are surrounded by are tourists. And so everybody's in this amazingly happy, great mood, everybody's positive, everybody's having a great time. And who Wouldn't want to be around that kind of energy. That is why I love Vegas so much. It's not about the clubs, not about the parties. Like that stuff is all fun too, but it's just I feed off so much of the energy of the people around me. So when I'm around really happy, positive people, it just makes me feel so good inside. Um, And then if I'm thinking about the world, I definitely have a lot of places left that I want to visit. Um, I've never been to Hawaii. I want to go to South Africa. There's so many places that I want to go. But of the places that I've been to so far, I think that Paris is probably my favorite city in this world um, so far. It's it's just so beautiful. I mean, it's it's so beautiful. The Eiffel Tower, the buildings, the architecture, the museums, like, it's just, it's stunning. And then just to sit, you know, in a cafe, like, out on the patio, like, have a coffee or whatever and just watch people watching, its it's... Paris is a magical city. Anyways, so those are your um, questions that have been answered. I hope you guys got a little bit more of a sense of who I am. And I um, look forward to sharing so many more podcast interviews with you guys. And I hope you guys have an amazing, amazing 2018 and follow your dreams. Love you guys so much. Thank you so much for listening.